I'm not going to make it. You will. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Day one of Lent, you pass out <laughs> while we're recording. Great. I like the season of Lent. I do too. But on day one, you know what it is? It's those first three days because you're not even at the first Sunday of Lent yet. They feel long. It feels daunting sitting here on this first day. I'm excited about Lent, and yet at mm. the same time, it feels like it's going to be daunting. It's not. It'll be fine. But. I was thinking while I was driving back from getting ashes this afternoon that like by mid mid lent i feel like uh, you know like i get gung ho in the beginning and then i slack on things and slack with the kids and it's like oh i want to try to be better this year we can only try we can only try i mean if you, you that ash <laughs> you got your ash kicked today <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke I tell the kids. Father Kevin, he takes every opportunity. If it's <laughs> if it's holy water, I get doused. If it's ashes, it literally takes up my entire forehead. Although I did, I was on a meeting uh, this afternoon, and staff person looked at me and went, "Well, I thought that um, one of my other colleagues, she was saying, I thought he had a really good size ash mark," and she went, "But I don't know what happened to you, Michael." And I said, well, I give. Did Father Kevin give plenty, you ashes? Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of landscape yeah, he here. He didn't for, really do. He didn't no, do no, a it's giant. Faded. It's faded as day went well, on. Well, it looks like a like you're missing half of it. You're missing the one that say, goes you know across how it the happens. Side. I know. You, you just got swipe your face. An hour and, ago. Yeah, I know. So anyways, yeah. So that's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about that. I was just like uh, driving thinking, it's Ash Wednesday. <laughs> I'm gung-ho. Like I got a list of things I want to try to do and- and I think, like, okay, just got to keep it simple and try not to- Slow and steady. Overwhelm. Slow and steady. And you're right. The, f the first fasting day, like, I was joking with a coworker. I said, when, the thing is, I can go, like a lot of moms can, and I'm sure dads that are kind of doing the, the home thing also, a lot of the day without eating. Yeah. And even work, you know, but whatever. But you can, like, get yourself involved in the homeschooling and then work. And, and it's like, I'm not hungry, but it's this hour that we're in right now, this <laughs> evening hour. Mm -hmm. What is it? Oh, it's six. Yeah, okay. I thought that said eight. I'm like, um, wait a minute. Mm, no. It's the evening hour where it's going to hit my stomach. <laughs> So, woe to us. No, not, not woe. Woe, woe. Woe to you. Woe to you. The woes. So yeah, right. happy Ash Wednesday. Happy Lent. And we're doing exactly the opposite of what we're supposed to do based on the gospel from today. That's the funny thing is you're not <laughs> supposed to be complaining. Let everybody know about your what, fasting. That it's, it's Ash Wednesday. It's literally the one, it's the one out of two days that you're obliged to fast in the calendar. No, but you're not supposed to. My point being is you're not supposed to be talking about it and- well, when, look at me. Well, actually, I we're guess not, we're doing I'm not the saying, we're look, saying at us. look how bad we are. Yeah, exactly. We, we're not, oh, we're the best. We're not saying, oh, wow, look at us fast. Great we're amazing. Fasters. We're the worst. We're, you're complaining. <laughs> you said you weren't going to make it. We're saying it's uh -huh. okay, people, that we are sinners <laughs> and you can do it. We can do it. We're going to encourage each other this Lent. Yes. That's what we're doing. That's the truth. Yeah. Not being pharisaical. Whoa. Big word. <laughs> Good job. 
<laughs> well, everybody, hopefully your uh, your Lent has gotten off on the right foot, left foot, both, both feet. Both feet. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Let's pray for each other that we have good Lenten journeys. And if you didn't know it was Lent, it's Lent. <laughs> That's not good. Welcome to Lent. No, well, maybe well, you didn't. Maybe you lost track. You just you just smudge your ashes. That's, that's why I did it. See, Stop I, scratching I, your head. I went to scratch my head, and that's obviously what happened. Too. Yeah, you like palmed your ashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So we won't banter very much. We'll just welcome you to another episode of Raising Eight. That was like an executive decision that you made on your own. I did. I made an executive decision because you're fading. And... No, I'll be fine. Okay. Doesn't matter. All right. Couple sinners trying to raise saints. Wow. Oh, I didn't. What'd you do? sound good. I never hit that button. So it's going to sound quality. It's not going to be as good. Mm. Um, All right. Well, here we are. Episode 76. Wow. It's a lot of episodes. We're going to not do banter. We're going to talk about. (laughs) We're going to not do banter. We're we gonna, just bantered about Lent yeah, it's, and it's ashes. Like, that's like official. Normally we banter about gibberish. Well, do you have any gibberish to banter too about? Too late? No, too late. You didn't anyway. You didn't have any banter. You didn't have any gibberish. I thought about it. I'm sure I could come up with something, but okay, let's move on. Let's just move on. You started on. it with your hunger pains. So We're going to talk about, what are we talking about today? Spiritual attack. Temptation. The devil. The, the devil. <laughs> yep. It's in the details. Hmm. Yeah, so um, this coming Mm -hmm. Sunday Mm -hmm. is the first Sunday of Lent, and we just recorded (laughs) our um, Scripture Unscripted. We did. About that gospel, and that gospel was kind of on my mind before before realizing when I was in adoration this morning, I was just thinking like, I don't know, just came to my mind about how when we start off Lent, a lot of times, just kind of spiritually attacked. Like the devil, like kids whining, uh, fighting, teenage husbands drama, whining. husbands whining, whatever it is, there's, there's, attack, there's like, you feel kind of attacked by the devil. And I was thinking about this gospel this morning before even looking at it this afternoon. That, like, when Jesus is in the desert, that's exactly what happens to him. He he goes out to the desert to pray for those 40 days, which is where we get Lent, before he starts his ministry. And the devil attacks him, tempts him, tries to make him sin or make him, you know, desire something other than God. And, and that's what the devil does to us. Okay. <laughs> that was a nice episode of. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, the devil does do that. The devil does. <laughs> it's a, anything good. I mean, if you're, if you're, um, it, my staff, we we don't. Yeah, we do this still. We always try to be aware of if we're trying to do something for the Lord, and we're, and the team is like kind of move, you know, kind of rolling along. We're on the same page. We get it. It's important to call out. Satan is going to attack, and 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 it's important not to do that in a way where oh no, Satan's going to attack. That's actually not the point. The point is to be aware. Satan doesn't want us to be focused on mission, be focused on what God wants, to be focused on bringing people into relationship with Jesus Christ. 
And so we have to be aware for spiritual attack, that Satan's going to instigate warfare against us to bring us down, to distract us, to pull us off the right path. And it's inevitable that it happens every single time, mm -hmm. every time, without fail. So whether it's starting Lent, which obviously is a good thing, mm -hmm. Lent is good for our souls. If we try to do Lent well, good things, God's going to do good things with, with our lives and for our lives. So Satan doesn't want that. So yeah, it's no. inevitable that things happen right at the beginning of this type of a season, anything good that we're going to do, and we have to be aware of that. And it's important to call that out and, and talk about that and even like name it when it's happening mm -hmm. in the life of our families as individuals. Growing up. My mother would always say, like, the devil's on the war path. Mm. And because she'd go to a retreat or something and good things would happen and she'd grow spiritually and then she'd come home and, like, fight with my dad or something would happen with one of us siblings or causing her grief. And she'd say, the devil's on the war path. And she'd say, in the name of Jesus, Satan, be gone. Mm -hmm. And that was her prayer. In the name of Jesus, Satan, be gone. And we need to use the name of Jesus. It's powerful. And so... In the name of Jesus, Satan be gone. That's my favorite like little mantra, um, thanks to my mother, that especially when those times come and we know, we feel like we're being attacked, feel like everything's going wrong. Because that's a lot of times how it feels, just like every the world's against me. Everything's going wrong. We name it. Because God doesn't ever will bad things for us. He doesn't, right. he doesn't want us to suffer. He doesn't want bad things to happen in our lives and for everything to go wrong. He wants us to be happy. And so when things are going wrong and bad, we know who's behind it. It's the devil. He's real. He's really a fallen angel. And his whole goal, because he's trapped in the fallen world and hell, and he roams the earth but he's condemned to hell forever, and he wants as many souls there as he possibly can. Yeah. And, and a spiritual and a reality for spiritual reality for us is understanding that God sometimes allows these things to happen. Right? Again, the scripture reading for the first Sunday of Lent is going to show us well, God obviously allows Jesus to be tempted by Satan in the desert. So God does allow these. Doesn't mean he's left us to our own wiles. He's he's with us. He's he's going to give us the grace that we need to fight back and to overcome, but he does allow these things to happen. And sometimes we don't understand why. Mm -hmm. That should be part of our prayer and mm -hmm. discerning, well, why? Why are you allowing this to happen, Lord? But, and usually, it's funny, the top, a topic that I had that I was going to bring up was look, kind of looking back, like divine providence, looking back in life. Maybe we'll do that next week. But mm -hmm. um, it's sometimes when we do look back, Hindsight, hindsight, yeah, of course, and, and clarity, and God provides clarity, and we can see clearly, you know, why the things that came, the good that came out of our suffering or being or or, or uh, uh, surviving, if you will, spiritual attack. Mm -hmm. And I think when we're talking with our kids, some people get scared to talk to their kids about the devil because they think oh, it's going to be scary, or you know, and. The way we've always chosen to talk to the kids about the devil is that Jesus defeated him already, mm -hmm. but he is an angel. He's a fallen angel, so he is never going to die. Just like our souls don't die, he doesn't die. He's, he's an eternal created being. And so, therefore, that's why he's he has hell, because that's an eternal reality, just like heaven is an eternal reality. And... 
he's real, but we don't have to be scared of him. Mm -hmm. And if you ever get scared, you just need to ask Jesus to be there with you and call on the Holy Spirit and pray a Hail Mary because the devil is very frightened of Mary because she stomps on the head of the serpent, as scripture tells us. And so I think being being real with our children that there there is heaven there is hell we want to go to heaven and with god's help we will get there and we'll be in paradise and we want to pray for everyone not to go to hell and not to be tempted and then making them especially as they get older making them aware that the devil is going to tempt them yeah to do the wrong thing i mean one of the tricks i, I there's a quote i forget who there's a quote to the effect of one of the great tricks that satan played on humanity in the 20th century especially was that he's not real he doesn't oh, exist yeah. yep It'll come to me eventually. But anyways. Um, Is it C.S. Lewis? It might be. Yeah, it might be. But it, may, it might be multiple people who, yeah, who yeah, talked yeah. about it. But, um, you know, it went out of vogue, right, in in 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, hell's not real. Saying, mm -hmm. cause it's cause this idea of, no, we got to do all this feel-good stuff, you know, prosperity gospel type stuff. But Pope Francis, to his credit, has talked a lot about the reality of Satan and of hell in his pontificate, that usually gets ignored by people because who don't want to talk about those things. But to his credit, he's brought that up a lot. And so it's, it is important for us to discuss, to acknowledge the reality of Satan in hell, and then to talk about also the reality, as you just said, of Jesus' defeating Satan in hell. Mm -hmm. He's defeated it. But hell still exists, and we can choose. Mm -hmm. We can choose, if you will, our path there. That's mm -hmm. on us. We can choose to turn our back away from God and his love and therefore our relationship with him for eternity to be banished into the reality of not being in relationship with him for eternity. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think it's important. So you may be maybe that's how your experience of the church from your childhood was never really talking about it. So you start hearing about it and you start thinking like fairy tale type stuff and this is not real. Mm. Well, I would so let's starting with this weekend's gospel. Very clear. <laughs> the devil literally goes to Jesus you know, in the desert. Read up on it. There's lots of saints who've, who write about this and church fathers and up to, again, up to today, our Holy Father today. Um, I would suggest reading up on it. Again, not to get, you don't have to get like overly like focused on it. You don't want to be that either. You don't want to be like, oh, always turning Satan everywhere, Satan everywhere. There's, there's plenty of evidence of evil in the world. I don't yeah, think we have to we work hard on that. We don't need to look for them. We are, we are an Easter people, as St. John Paul II talked about. So we have to remember who we are in identity, but but then the reality of the fallen world and, and fallen angels and what they want to do to bring us down. It's funny. One of, um, one of my Lenten resolutions, is, that's why I was reading so much yesterday to finish the Hunger Games, because I was reading through the Hunger Games again. I've read through them years ago, but... Um, Mariana, we gave her the set of them for, I forget, Christmases ago or whatever, and she hasn't got to it yet. And so I was reading through and I was trying to speed and finish the last book because for Lent, I really wanted to read through the screw tape letters again. I haven't mm. read the screw tape letters in a really long time. If you've never read that by C.S. Lewis, it's actually a pretty quick read. And I've had all of our, well, all of our, all of our two kids in high school read it. Um, and it's really like uh, there are letters between the devil, demons, basically, between demons talking about humanity, talking about human beings. And it's brilliant the way C.S. Lewis 
gets like into the mind of the devil, like to give you an insight onto where the devil's attacking, how the devil attacks us, how he tempts us, how he's sly, you know, like a serpent. And um, so that's a, I'm excited to open that one back up again. We have a bunch of different copies of it lying around on our shelves. So hmm. I'm going to start that one tonight and um, then let's try to work through some of those other C.S. Lewis. I had bought a series back a while ago to start reading those. So anyway, that's a, it's a good one to just yep. give some insight into how we're tempted by the devil. Um, but I think the lesson here for ourselves and for our children is we don't have to live in fear of the devil. Mm -hmm. And because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Greater is he who is in me, Jesus. Greater is the Holy Spirit, is God himself, than the created being. We worship an uncreated God. He, he is the creator. He was not created by anyone. And he created angels, and then the angel fell, and you've got demons and the devil. So they're created beings, and we don't need to be scared of them. And I think in teaching our children about temptation and staying close to the Holy Spirit and utilizing the sacrament of mm -hmm. reconciliation, all the sacraments, sac sacrament of reconciliation, because when we get stuck in sin, he just has more of an edge with us. He's got more pull to pull us because the sin is blinding us. So we're just pulled things that we might, uh, we might have not thought of before. Well, maybe we're thinking of it now because there's already like murky water that we're that we're in because of sin. So we clear that away and he's got less of a foothold and we can battle him better. Yep. And greatest battle of the devil is the rosary. So yeah. if you're, you know, not one that's prayed the rosary or try it. Even start of the decade, our lady is there to help us give us strength and stomp out. Stomp out the evil one. Mercury would be a good um Wordle word. Murky. Murky wood. Yeah, murky it's wood. five letters. <laughs> M-U-R-K-Y. Yeah, it is. Murky. You going to start with that word tomorrow? No. No? No, no just murky? Sometimes K. I feel like when I sneak a K in there, it really can help if there's a K in that word. <laughs> well, obviously <laughs> That's it would. That's how Wordle works. That would, <laughs> very good. Wow. <laughs> if you get a right letter, it helps. If you guess the right word, you win. <laughs> ah! That's how Wordle work? No way. <laughs> well, I mean, here we are. It's not even 20 minutes. This is what happens when we don't do any... Um, banter? Banter. Yeah, is that funny? It's funny. I was just... We really I, have no substance. I almost just said to you... Sometimes um, we just have topics. We just can't... There's, there's only so much you can say. What are you going to... Wow. There's plenty we could say, but... Is there? You want to stretch it? No, There's no really. reason to stretch something. No. If we're talking and we're we're unscrewed... Yeah, I know. You're hungry. You need to, you need to get something in your stomach. Little, my little something. You're, you're, you're wasting away to nothing. <laughs> no, that's not true. We all know that. <laughs> Gotta work on that, too, this lens. <laughs> I was going to go for a walk, and then I just didn't get all asleep last night, and it got me all off my day today, and... Mm -hmm. <sighs> That's all right, though. There's always tomorrow <laughs> for dreams to come true. Yes, tomorrow we'll try to get back in the routine. I'm just we're just dragging this out now to get the 20 minutes. No, I really wasn't dragging. I just wanted to sing that. But let's let's wrap it up then. <laughs> you want to thank them for joining? I do. Us? I I do want to thank them. <laughs> do you? Thank you. Thank do you. Do you want to thank them? Thank you for joining us. 
for another episode of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. And if you like us, share us. Share us with a friend. Yes, please do. Like and us on a platform. And Give us a review. And pray, nope. and pray nope. for us <laughs> as we begin our Lenten yes. journey and know that we'll be praying we'll for be you. We'll be praying for all of you. Six of you. We'll be praying for all of our six listeners. Have a great first week of Lent. We'll see you next week. God bless.